0: I am life and leadership coach Tara Keach, and this is the Inspired Leaders Podcast where you learn how to lead an inspired life so you can inspire those you lead. Today's episode is a part of our super special series where we are highlighting our Inspired Leader Award winners. I am so excited to bring you the real life stories of these real life all star leaders who are in the world making it a better place every single day. You're going to hear their stories gain the advantage of the lessons that they've learned along the way and listen as they speak directly to you they are sharing the advice that they want you to know this is the inspiration and insight that you won't hear anywhere else I hope you get as much richness and enjoyment from it as I did Dana Jordan, I'm so glad to have you here, Um, and I'm delighted to get to celebrate you and honor you. You have made such a positive difference in so many people's lives, mine included. Would you share with our audience a little bit about who you are and how you got into leadership?
1: Sure, yes. It um, was a progressive path as I feel it is with most people, but, you know, I've always been called bossy, so it kind of was a natural fit, but, you know, as I progressed in my career, that became leader instead of bossy, so I like that term a little better anyway. (laughs) So what I do now is I own Oyster Shell Strategy, where I am um, the president and the CEO, and so I lead a team of five other people, How I got there was uh, right after school uh, from the University of South Alabama uh, with a degree in public relations, and um, my first job was at a local advertising here in Mobile, Alabama, where I live. Um, After being there, I moved over to the Mobile Civic Centers, where I was the director of marketing, and that is what started my um, my leadership path. I had a team of a couple of people that came and went as we had events, obviously, mm-hmm. Civic and Convention Center. It's an event venue, um, and throughout the years, I held a couple of different positions at those buildings, um, ended up being the director of sales and marketing, was over a team of about 10 people at one time, and just learned a lot from having so many different personalities um, that I worked with and that I was a lead. So um, next step was being the director of BayFest Music Festival, where we had about 300 volunteers um, to help wow. us throughout the weekend. Yeah, it's a lot. So that's when I really had to step up my leadership skills. I had to learn how to trust other people and build a team of, um, you know, capable individuals that could help me manage all of the volunteers for all the different, you know, segments of the festival. And so that's when I really was challenged and I grew as a leader, being able to, you know, get all of these people um, in line with the vision that we had for the festival weekend and then being able to carry things out with as little as possible um, to go wrong. Of course, things just do, but, you know, as little as possible. So, it was such a fun challenge, and I grew so much during that time that uh, really helped me be who I am today, and trusting other people to do the work if I lay out the the vision, and so it's kind of where I am. I'm, you know, working Orchard Shell Strategy in March. Um, coming up soon, it'll be our four-year anniversary, so that's what I'm doing. And I love it every day. I work, you know, I say I don't really work because I love my work so much.
0: That's the dream. Like, oh, I want to unpack a couple of things there. I love, I love your story. And the, the question that keeps coming to mind, what I know that you're super skilled at, it's like your superpower is to do that sort of strategy level vision setting yes. and communicating that out. How did you learn to do that? So well, because listening to your biography, right? Like you've worked with a lot of temporary teams. I think that's a huge skill set that isn't really talked about that much. Tell me how those, those two intersected your skill and then your ability to do that with these teams.
1: Yeah. well, Well, it was really easy with the events because the, the, the teams were there, you know, for a short period of time and they were super pumped about what they were doing and they were involved with. And so it it was a little easier, you know, to get somebody um, to be super and have these tasks for three months, you know? So um, that was actually pretty easy because (laughs) who doesn't wanna work on a super fun event that, you know, um, they want to be involved with, they volunteered. So then it becomes, hey, Let's lead a team of people every day when there's ups and downs and challenges that you know are, are hard to see no, that's not foreseen. And um, how do we keep everyone on track with that? So, I it, it's been a struggle with me to be honest. So thank you for saying that's one of my super um, skills. But you know I have so much in my head that sometimes I have a really hard time of getting it out uh, with words. Um, So what I have started doing is just putting everything on paper. Yeah. I write everything down and I write it like literally with a pencil and paper Mm -hmm. and then I put it into my plan, which I, you know, I know you know this about me. I love my business plan and I update my business plan like once a month. Yep. (laughs) For fun. Um, So that I can just see how things are working, shifts when needed. I used to think that, that things had to be set in stone. Right. So the mind shift is has, has been, things are not set in stone. Yes, there's a strategy, but it's fluid. Yeah. Um, it's flexible. Let's, let's, and of course, COVID helped with that as well. But just being able to adjust as you go and to lead people differently, depending on what the need is. Yeah. Um, but writing down is how I've been able to keep my vision clear and being able to move forward, always in the path that I really wanted to go. Sometimes the strategy has to change, but where I want to go has always been the same. So that's what helps me.
0: Well, I love that so much. So I love so many things about that, right? Because you're doing your thought work and you're, you're by doing that business plan every month, what you're really doing is tapping into your true vision. Like, what is it that I really want? Yeah. Keeping that fresh and clear seems like it's just your magic sauce. And then I love what you said too, because the strategy can shift. It's like the how yeah. can be as flexible as you need it to be and as dynamic as you need it to be, as long as you're focused on why and what you want.
1: Very true, very true. Because yeah. there's, there's what I've learned <laughs> is there's certain things you just cannot control, obviously. Right. So, you know, um, I think that comes home with age and then, you know, with the worldwide pandemic and all the other things that uh, we have lived through, You know, you just have to learn how to be flexible. That's it. Mm -hmm.
0: What has been the hardest thing about being flexible for you? Or what has, if you would rather answer the opposite of that, like what's helped you be the most flexible? How were you able to get to that point where you were able to let go?
1: Oh, two ways. But I'll say the, the, the way that most people wouldn't probably admit, but me making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one I'm making a mistake that someone noticed, either a client or a peer, um, or something, and me being utterly embarrassed because I hate to make sure. mistakes, um, and being able to go like, "Really, I can't do this all," mm. so you know, realizing that I have to be a better leader to keep everyone on track with the mission and the goals, so that everyone can help me because. For the longest time, it really was hard for me to depend on other people to help with my vision. Um, yeah. I led them, but I led my goals. They led their goals. We all had our own goals, even though we were you know, part of the same team and I helped lead them. Um, but now we all have the same goals and the same mission. And so making mistakes, everyone's going to make mistakes. I mean, that's just inevitable, but learning from them, I think is how I've grown the most. I love that.
0: And your willingness
1: to own the mistake,
0: I think, is such an asset that sets you apart, right? Like, your willingness to acknowledge that, yes, it was a mistake, and here's, there's still value there, and it's not unrecoverable.
1: Right, right. I mean, um, you know, no one's perfect. Um, okay. Except for Pre- our Lord. I mean, you know, so I don't want to claim to be because as we are all humans and make mistakes, if I claim to be perfect and I don't make any mistakes and I really mess up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> makes me look even worse. So admitting that you, you know, can't always do things by yourself and that things are not going to always be perfect and learning from your mistakes, I just think it it makes everyone better it makes you be a better leader makes you a better part of a team so yes i own my mistakes Um, i've had them they've helped me grow and they just help you they, they help you be better
0: well and i can imagine for those that you're leading and those on your teams that you're trusting with this vision like knowing that their leader has made mistakes and that it's okay it kind of creates it's a safer psychologically safer environment and there's more creativity you can have when you don't feel like you have to like worry about everything
1: yeah i really hope so um that is the mindset that i encourage is like everyone speak there's no dumb question Mm -hmm. um and you know our teachers used to say that when we were back in college there's no dumb question then i'd hear someone ask something and i'm like that was a dumb question but (laughs) all in all I guess it wasn't the only thing I thought it was a dumb question because I knew the answer but now things are so in my industry especially I feel like things are evolving and changing all the time so mm-hmm. there's really so much I don't know also yep. so like you know to have uh, someone who's fresh out of college and she's finally like opening up and asking questions so she was fearful at first and I was like Look, there's so much I don't know. Let me share with you how many mistakes I've made and how I've learned from them, so that you can feel a little more confident to be more outspoken and give your opinion and and make mistakes. We we all are going to make them. So um, it does. It helps everyone, I think, relax a little bit and know that um, first of all, we're in marketing. No one's going to die if we make a mistake. Like we're not. This <laughs> is not a life or death industry. So. Just, I try to make and, and um, let everyone feel like their opinion is valued and it really is. I mean, the, the things that come out of the brainstorm sessions that we have with our group and how different everyone's mind works.
0: I hope that the audience heard what you just said though. And I think like, I see this a lot. I have, I have some clients that I work with who are younger in their careers and some that are older and the folks who are just coming out of higher education are so structured around right answers versus wrong answers, and then you're right. punished if you get something wrong. Like literally, there's a negative consequence mm-hmm. if you don't get the right answer. And what my, this is my opinion. It sounds like what you said too. Like this world is meant to be dynamic, mm-hmm. and mistakes are super valuable. So I, I kind of want, I hope that those listening take that as encouragement and maybe begin to question some of that their absolute right versus absolute wrong. Um, and how they're approaching their work. Like it's okay, that you don't always know the answer. It's okay. Um, and it's actually an asset if you're willing to acknowledge that.
1: I agree. And um, again, especially in our industry, there's really not many things that are right or wrong period. I mean, there's just not, it's, it's a matter of opinion and it's a uh, perception from your realities. And so being able to, you know, um, dig in a little more to everyone's opinion and why they feel that way is just it's it's very cool. I love seeing the shift of what I thought then hearing them and changing my mind. So yeah people should not think that there's a right or wrong so much. You know I guess some industries there is um, but then also just being fluid and knowing that things can change and should change and yeah they say what do they say if you don't change you die. I mean maybe a little (laughs) dramatic but
0: i just hear a lot of grace in there too um, that i think we all could do with giving ourselves a little bit more of shana and the way you're leading what an example you are let me ask you this what has for you been some of the most transformational advice you've ever received
1: oh well the biggest okay so i have two um one's a humbling experience and one was a motivational um, Nugget. So one of my um, first bosses, she said, surround yourself with stars and you will shine. And I've held on to that my whole entire career because she's right. Because I do not know everything. There's just no way that I can know everything. So what do you do? You you find those people that compliment you and what you're doing and what your mission is that are really good at those other things that you're not. So being Willing to admit that you're not good at something, I think certainly helps you. You need to know your strengths and weaknesses. Um, I love it when people will come into an interview and I'd interview them and I'd be like, What are your strengths and weaknesses? Well, I don't have any weaknesses. I'm mm, okay, you're perfect. You're not going to work here. That's not going to work out. Um, so, you know, it's just and then I had a very humbling experience young. I was right out of school, probably three years out of college. And you know, I kind of got put told off a little bit or put down for uh-huh. thinking that I knew everything. Uh-huh. You know, so um while I was a little upset at the time, I'm like, you know what? He, that person putting me in my place really helped me open my eyes to the fact that, why wow on earth, would I think that I know everything at 23 years? <laughs> 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 so those were the two things that really, stood out is one being put in my place to you know surrounding yourself with people that um you know that uh, what is it that that help you with the areas that you're weak so that y'all could all be better as a as a group as a whole right
0: this yeah. is it the sum of the parts is greater yeah. than the whole yeah. yeah it's so beautiful <laughs> what what advice do you love to give to folks who come to work with you or who you're, lead. I know you're a big leader in the community and through lots of different organizations. If somebody came to you for mentoring, what would you want to make sure that they knew?
1: I think just to be open and honest. Um, you know, while we say like, no questions, a dumb question, or, you know, please speak your mind or whatnot, I think still a lot of people are not overly honest with maybe themselves and with others. Um, and I feel like this is a, a life lesson along with a business lesson is like managing expectations and just being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and listen to a lot of audiobooks, And, you know, it's really a lot of people just, they, they, they take on too much. They don't do a great job. They don't tell people how they really feel. None of those things benefit any of us. Um, you know, so being able to be open and honest about, well, no, I really can't take on that work right now. Or, you know, um, I can't join this board or, you know, I don't really feel like I'm in line with this mission. So this is not the job for me. Just all the, being honest with, I really think that's the biggest thing I would tell someone, um, mostly out of school, but you know, anyone in life, there's a lot of people that are my age and older that still, I don't feel like are being honest with themselves about, who they are, what they can provide, and basically who they They represent themselves in a way that I don't believe is true to them. I think they What about when that
0: feels really scary? What would you tell them? How would you encourage them?
1: (laughs) I would say, you need to get a code (laughs) that tells you to dig into your fear (laughs) and learn how to use that for the good. So, Okay. So last year, my word was fear mm-hmm. and you might think that's negative, but, but it was fear drives motivation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, I'm feeling a little fearful of, you know, COVID not being over and how that's going to look for my business and my team. But instead of just dwelling on the fear, it's just going to let that fear motivate me to do more, to be better and to, you know, move forward this year's thrive. So that's 2022 is the, the year of thrive. So Yeah, just keep going. Because fear's along no matter what we do. It is. It is. Towards the right. I'm very, I'm very very open to um, help, assistance. And I will say that's one of the people also, you know, um, have a business coach, have a counselor, have all of the different things because, you know, why not get some help? Yeah. Would I be better at the things that maybe you struggle with? So yes, as I've struggled with some of the things I have, you know, a counselor and a coach and they help me talk through some of those fears and how can I use that? So. Oh
0: suggest- God, you're so inspiring, Shayna. <laughs> what an example of what's possible. Well, this has been a delight. Let me ask you this. Was there anything that you wanted to share that we haven't talked about?
1: No, I'm just so I'm such a motivational speaker junkie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I love having um, a summit like this. This is great. So that everybody can kind of be in that one place that feels the same way and loves to learn more about how they can be a better leader, how they can be a better team member. Um, I love the space that you're creating for um, people like us. So love it. I Thank you too. so Thank much. You. I love it. Well, it's
0: just there's so many leaders and like you in the world, like doing the work, making the world a better place. I just wanted to make sure that we could all learn from you. So thank you for sharing your wisdom. So honored. Thank you so much. You're an inspiration, Shayna. Yay. Oh, thanks, Tara. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship, where you get the coaching, mentoring, and skills that you need to live your most inspired life and to love leading others. Join us today at leaderscoachingmentorship.com.